Alright, welcome to the Parshas Kachim Torah edition. The Torah this week is the one of Parshas Yitzchayra. It's on Alachim Beis Zion. The story is one where the Navi foretells that there's going to be food. It was a year of famine. Food was scarce. He predicts as a Nevoah that there's going to be food. And through a miraculous story, the it came true, and there was food, plenty of food for everyone, which ended up coming from the enemy himself. Now, there's uh, plenty of background necessary to understand this Haftarah. This Haftarah is one of the part of the Prakim which discussed the Nisim of Elisa. Elisa was, as you may know, was a Talmud of Elio. Elio Navi's uh, prime Talmud was Elisa the Navi. And we have three Haftarahs that discuss Elisa. One of them is the Haftarah of Ayera, where he tells the Isha Almana to pour the oil and it continues pouring. And the Haftarah of Tazria and Metzera. The Haftarah of Tazria is only read in uh, leap year, and even then it's not always read. But uh, the Haftarah of Metzera is usually read. But it doesn't say the name of Elisha at all in this Haftarah. It just says the Isha Lekim, and it's referring to Elisha. Elisha is uh, the prime Talmud of Elio, as we said, and in Malachim Bey's Perak Bey's, as Elio was ending his life here on earth, he's going up to Shemayim, he was one of the people that didn't die in the physical sense, and he asks Elisa what he wants. Elisa says he wants Pishnayim Beruchacha. I want double of your Nevoah. And Elio says, if you see me going up to Shemayim, you're going to get that. If not, you're not going to be Zaychus to it. And the Pazik says that he did actually see him going up. So let's just discuss two points regarding Elisha in general. One is the fact that we find in Arach Tari, it's called Isha Lekim. Again, it's not referred to by name. The Sifri in the beginning of Parshas Vizaysha Bracha, where the Pasuk tells us that Maish Rabbeinu is called Isha Lekim, the Sifri says that there are ten people throughout Tanakh who are called Isha Lekim, including Moshe, Elkanah, Shmuel, David, Shmaya, right? some people who we may not be familiar with, Idai Anavi, Elio is called in uh, Malachim Beis Perak Aleph, um, Elisha in, in our Haftarah, Actually, the Pasuk quoted there is from another Pasuk that is uh, from the Haftarah Parshas Vayera. Um, Micha the Navi. And it continues with Amoit. And I think that's it. That's one point. Interesting thing why we find certain people are called Ishalikim and what exactly, what Darga is that. We find not necessarily this every great person called Ishalikim and not necessarily every Navi called Ishalikim. Um, the second point is that when he was Zeichat to Pishnayim, Rashi there in Malachim Beis, Perak Beis, tells us that as in order to get to the place where Elio went up to Shemayim, they crossed the river. On the way back, it says that El, uh, Elisha took Elio's garment. He took the Aderes Elio, 
and he says, The water split, and he goes through. So Rashi says, This is double what Elio did. Why? When Elio was crossed the river earlier together with Elisa, that was uh, nest by itself, but this was double because only Elisa is supposed to appear. Uh, Elio is gone at this point. Now Rashi is quoting This is a brisa that Rashi quotes a number of times throughout his Paris on Nevi'im and Ksuvim. This brisa is also known as brisa Vilamid Beis Midas. It's a brisa which discusses different methods, how to darshan, how to extrapolate things from the psukim. And the beginning of the brisa is printed in the back of the standard Gemara Brachas. It uh, begins, And it says over there, the Islamic Beis Midas. And about 150 years ago, the it was found and published, the rest of the Brisa in a separate compilation. Rashi actually quotes so, uh, some places where Rashi quotes this Brisa. It's in the additional parts that are not found in the back of the Gemara Brachas. But this part is, this is in uh, the end of Mida Aleph. And it says, this point that Rashi brings, but it continues with a very important line there. It says, that there are eight miracles that the Pasuk discusses about Elio and 16 about Elisa. And it's interesting, there are a number of Svarim try to count exactly the, the Moitzin of Elio and Elisa and the Psukim, um, and to categorize them similar to the Kolei HaMitzvahs, to find exactly which ones are considered Nisim and to get this, come to this exact number. But what's interesting is that this could be one of the reasons why the Nisim of Elisa are discussed. We may not always see exactly uh, with some of the Nisim, why they're relevant to the to Klal Yisrael in general. Again, not referring to the nest of Arab Torah, but the Nisim of of Elisa in general, and could be th that they are to bring out this point that Elisha got the Pishnayim Berurchafa. He got this schus of having double the Nisim. Now, in Arab Torah, we find that the Machna Aram made a seed outside the city of Yerushalayim, and there are Arba Anashim. That's how the Torah starts off. There are four people that are and Pesach Hashar, that they were Mitzayroim, they had Saras, and they were outside the gateways, or by the gateways of the city. And together, they noticed that the Machna Aram had abandoned their, their uh, encampment. This was due to a nest. And they relayed the news to the king and that's how everyone found out about it, this miracle, and they ended up getting food from that encampment. Now, who are these Arba Anashim? So, so um, Rashi tells us, Gechazi Ubana. This is from the Gemara in Soitam and Zayim and Aleph. Gechazi is the infamous Samus, the helper of Elisha. And we already know him from the Torah of Ayera, where he is um, he's involved in the story there. But in between that Aptar and this Aptar, we find that Naaman, this is actually 
the main story of Naaman is Nachera Tezria, as mentioned earlier, which we use uh, most years. We don't read that Nachera. Naaman came, was a, was a guy, a non-Jew. He came for help with his saras, and he was helped by Elisha. Now, the part that we don't read in that Nachera, after that Nachera before ours, is the part that Gehazi went to, uh, Naaman offered a reward, Elisha refused a reward, and Gehazi went to request a reward ostensibly in the name of, of the Navi, in the name of, of Elisha. And when Gehazi found, when, uh, I'm sorry, when Elisha found out that Gehazi had gone in his name and caused this, um, this Chil Hashem, so this is the end of Nebuchadnezzar uh, Beis Harakei. Elisha tells the tsaras, the leprosy of Naaman, should stick to you and your children forever. And he went out already. He was he was white with tsaras as snow. Now the radak of this says the reason why it would stick to his children as well because they were part of this plot, and therefore they got an onus. Well, usually we find that children don't get punished for the sin of their parents. Over here, they were part of the plot. Now, the Gemara tells us that in Ar Hafer, the four Mitzrayim were Gehazi and the three children, that they are outside the city. One of the Mepharshim says nicely, a beautiful thing, he says that uh, a remez to this, it doesn't say their names here, but it says that they said, uh, we're going to tell the king about this, not because we want to help people, but because why are we just going to sit here until we die? So obviously they knew that their Tsaras would not be going away anytime soon. As an aside, we, our parasha doesn't tell us how long Tsaras lasts. Or it just says that when it gets better, um, the Kayin comes and does the process that we find in the beginning of Parshish Mitzrayim. But we know that uh, Tsaras can last for forever. There is no end time. And that was what they were saying here, that they knew that their Tsaras was going to last. So they tell the, uh, the king's house. And w- the, in the end of our Aftar, we find that the, the Shalish, he was one of the ministers of the king, he had doubted the Navi's words. This is in the Peret Zion, right before our Aftarah begins. It says, Even if Hashem were to make windows in the sky, it wouldn't be possible, it's not going to happen, that all of a sudden there's going to be food. There was a hunger, there was no food, and it, it's not going to happen. So Elisha responds to this shalish, and he says, Vayoymer, and Elisha says, you're going to see with your eyes, you're not going to benefit from it. So the one who doubted is not going to benefit from it, and that is how our Haftarah ends, and says that when the story came about, this Shalish was in charge of giving out the food to everybody, and by Hiloi came by that he was trampled uh, from the multitude of people coming to get food, and he died. This is a, uh, a tremendous lesson in itself that that someone who, uh, even though there's a great 
mess that happened to Kali Yisrael, someone who, who doubted it and wasn't part of it removed himself, and obviously because Elisha said so, but he wasn't zoichet to it, and he ended up losing out. I wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Kol Tov.